epilogue. A young boy, about six years old, with light blonde hair and bright eyes, ran into the house where two young women sat working. "'May I have a story?' he asked. "'What story would you like?' asked Gunhild. She was older now, almost twenty, and she wore her hair in a kerchief like the other adult women of the village. She stepped away from her loom and moved to where the boy could climb on her lap. They sat before the fire, where soup was simmering and bread was turning golden brown. Outside, the sun shone bright on the fields around the abbey, and the door to the house was propped open to let in light and air. The beds along the walls were piled with furs and blankets. A bale of wool sat in a corner. Earthenware bowls held berries and honey. A barrel served as a worktop, with a candle on it to provide extra light. A lyre hung on the wall. "'Tell me the one about Sea Pearl,' said the boy. "'You should ask your sister to tell that one,' said Gunhild. And she looked up to where Yadith was shaping a bowl on the potter's wheel. Yadith looked up and smiled, and grabbed a cloth to clean her hands. "'Come here, Cuthbert,' she said. The boy hopped up on her lap. "'Long ago, in a faraway kingdom, a fisherman and his wife lived by the sea,' she began. As Yadith told the story, Gunhild sat back and listened. They had no children of their own, but one day the man, while walking along the seashore, found a little baby all alone. He thought it was the most perfect, beautiful baby ever, and he took it home to his wife. They called the girl Sea Pearl, and she grew to be the most beautiful girl in the kingdom. Word of her beauty spread far and wide, and it soon reached the ears of Prince Godrich. When he heard of the beauty of this girl, he saddled his horse and rode without stopping, until he reached the cottage by the sea where she lived. He fell in love as soon as he saw her and asked her to marry him. Gunhild let her mind wander as Yadith talked. She could hear the chickens outside, and further off the voices of other children. She ran through a list of things that needed to get done soon. The cod had been salted and dried, but it needed to be packed into barrels to be sold. The garden could do with weeding. Her boat had held up well over the years, but needed some repair, especially if she was going to take it out to Londonwich or Doristad this summer and get back before the harvest. "'I can't marry you,' said Sea Pearl, Yadith continued. "'My father is old and needs help with fishing.' "'I will give your father three servants to help him,' said Prince Godrich. "'You need not fear.' "'But my mother,' said Sea Pearl, "'she needs my help around the house.' Your mother shall have three servants to help her as well, said the prince. You need not fear. There was one more thing, said Sea Pearl. Every full moon I must go swimming in the sea, and you must not watch me or see where I go. If you agree to that, I will marry you. The prince agreed, and they were married. Prince Goderich built a great hall near the seaside, where they lived happily. But just as she had warned, every month on the night of the full moon, Sea Pearl went away, and Prince Goderich was forbidden to go with her. Soon he couldn't stand not knowing where she was going and why, so he decided to follow her. Gunhild brought her attention back to the story and tried to put the other concerns from her mind. This story was one of her favorites. She reached to pick up the lyre from where it hung on the wall, and as Yadith continued to speak, she began to play. Yadith smiled at her as she continued. Prince Goderich followed Sea Pearl to the beach and saw that there were seals that had come to wait for her. Then he saw her throw off her cloak, and she became a seal too. As she was about to swim away, though, she looked back and saw Godrich, and with a sad look she swam off. Godrich waited all night by the shore, but Sea Pearl did not return in the morning, nor by the next night. 
the prince was distraught, and he would not eat or drink because he was so tortured by the thought that he had driven his sea pearl away. Finally he went to the old wise woman who lived in the mountains, and he told her what had happened. She told him that there was one thing that she could do if he was willing to make the sacrifice. He agreed, and she brewed him a potion of seaweed and moonlight, and told him to drink it when he stood upon the beach. Prince Goderich rode without stopping until he reached the sea, and he drank the potion in one gulp, and suddenly he too became a seal, and he swam off into the waves. He began to look for his lost love. He looked everywhere. He swam every sea, swam up and down every river. He looked in ports and harbors and sea caves deep below, but he couldn't find Sea Pearl. Yadith paused to smile again at Gunhild, who was still playing. What happened next? asked Cuthbert, though of course he knew. Years and years passed, said Yadith. Finally, Prince Goderich returned home, ready to give up. He pulled himself up the beach near his great hall and turned once more into a human. He walked back to where he had once lived, expecting to see it abandoned and falling into ruin. But it wasn't. As he approached, the doors opened wide, and there was Sea Pearl running to greet him. She had come home and had been waiting all this time. Gunhild stopped playing and hung up the lyre, and Yadith began to stand up, but Cuthbert stopped her. What about the ending? he asked. That was the ending, said Yadith. No, said Cuthbert, you have to say, and since that day. Of course, said Yadith, and since that day, Sea Pearl still turns into a seal and goes swimming in the ocean, but Godrich knows she will always return, and he never worries any more. The End at this point, the other children arrived looking for Cuthbert. He ran off with them, and Gunhild could hear their chatter fade in the distance. She stood to return to her weaving. You don't worry any more, do you? she asked Yadith. About my coming back. I worry about storms, said Yadith. I worry about giant waves and whirlpools and brimwolves and pirates. But I never doubt you. Good, said Gunhild, smiling. And you're happy here? Yadith asked. Gunhild laughed at the question and then reached out to squeeze Yadith's hand. When I'm out there, I count the days until I'm home, she said. Yadith returned the smile and sat back down at the potter's wheel.